This is Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Peredir, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror, the card game. Just not very well. Hello there, and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Arkham Horror Badly podcast. Wow, I can't believe it's reached 23 already. Um, I'm recording from uh, the conservatory of my house, and it's been a very, very hot few days, and it's still hot even though it's half past nine in the evening. And I was almost thinking of uh, not recording uh, this tonight because I'm uh, quite tired and uh, sweaty, I have to say, after a long day of... Uh, meeting family and playing with my son outside in the sweltering heat, but I thought I must do another one of these uh, recorded scenarios because I have not recorded or released a an episode of this podcast in well over a month, almost a month and a half, in fact. And uh, tonight I am going to record another episode in the intermittent series Quantum Leap Carolyn, and it's been um, almost exactly two months and, and two or three days since I uh, last recorded an adventure with Quantum Leap Carolyn. So it's good to get back into it. So I am going to remind you briefly, quickly of what uh, the Quantum Leap Carolyn series does. Uh, the conceit is that uh, Carolyn Fern, the psychologist, has, uh, f- by some alien means or eldritch magic, uh, found her consciousness being teleported into different people who are in dire circumstances. And it is up to Catherine, Catherine, Carolyn's consciousness to try and help them uh, through their errors. And if she can help them, uh, or perhaps even if she cannot help them, then she will leap away from their body, be sucked through the ether into somebody else's hapless uh, skin puppet. And uh, she will uh, try and help them. And their leap, she hopes, will be her last. So I've um, built initially a level zero guardian only or guardian and neutral only deck. Uh, and then I found the nine investigators who could legally play that deck. They're mostly guardians with a couple of non-guardians. And what I do is at the start of every recording uh, in this series, I randomly determine which investigator is going to pilot the deck this time. And every time I uh, gain experience... I spend that experience on cards that the played investigator could take. So now um, I'm four scenarios deep. This will be the fifth. I've played four different uh, Guardians, as it happens. Uh, and uh, now the deck is entirely illegal for any investigator, I think. And uh, so it means that it's slightly weird deck, but uh, it's hopefully fun to play, or at least fun to listen to. Um So the scenario that I'm going to play tonight is The Return to the Witching Hour. So this is the first scenario, the first full scenario in the Circle Undone, but it's the newly released, at the time of recording, Return 2 version. I played it once, I think, the Return 2 version, so this will be just my second time playing this version. Now, if you have not uh, got this expansion yet, or if you have not played it, certainly... There will be minor spoilers in this uh, recording, but I'll try to minimize story spoilers. So there'll be some locations and so on that I'll be spoiling. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use the tarot cards that have come with the Return to the Circle Undone box. 
And so if you don't want to be spoiled at all for the tarot cards, then uh, maybe leave this episode until uh, you've played through the um, rather marvellous new expansion. Okay, um, we've got a lot of admin to do before we can set up, or before we can start rather, so let's get to it. There are five investigators left who could have played Carolyn's initial deck. None of them could play legally the current deck, but that doesn't matter. So the five investigators we have left to select from are Mark Harrigan, Tommy Muldoon, Nathaniel Cho, Diana Stanley, the mystic, and Skids O'Toole, a rogue. So we've got one, Mark, two, Tommy, three, Nathaniel, four, Diana, five, Skids O'Toole. So place your bets because we're going to randomly determine where Carolyn's consciousness ends up. Alexa, give me a random number from one to five. Here's a number between one and five. It's two. So that's two. If you were paying attention, that means that tonight's lucky investigator is Tommy Muldoon, the rookie cop. So let's get his cards shuffled into the deck and let's begin. So just to let you know, I, uh, I or Tommy Muldoon uh, rejected his fate when he met Anna Kasloff, the uh, the tarot reader, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, tarot reader. And um, that means that I added two Elder Thing tokens into the bag and did not have to add any cards to the deck, uh, any signature tarot cards to the deck. But what I am going to do, and this is not uh, a required part of the setup to the return to scenario, the return to campaign, um, I'm going to deal myself two tarot cards from the very fancy, very nice tarot deck that comes in the return to box. And uh, in the instructions or the, the booklet that comes with the return to box, it gives you some uh, ideas as to how to do some quote unquote tarot readings um, uh, to uh, add some spice and randomness to your scenarios and campaigns. So what I'm going to do is do what it's called a balanced reading in, in the leaflet, which is to deal out two cards from the tarot deck, the 22-card the deck, uh, at random, one of which will be normal side up, and one of which will be reversed, which is the bad side, essentially, in, in this game. So um, I'm going to do that before we reveal any opening hands or anything. Not that it matters, because there's no choice here. But this will mean that there's one good thing that helps me, hopefully, and one bad thing that is going to uh, be a pain in the bum. All right. So we are fan I'm fanning the deck. I am uh, spreading it across the mat in front of me. They are fanned out. Uh, so Tommy, uh, before this happened, drew one card, which was to be his, uh, his lucky good thing. So this is the non-reversed card, and it is the Hierophant 5. So during the first willpower test, each investigator performs each round they get plus one willpower. Well, that's pretty nice. Um, Tommy's willpower is three, which means that effectively uh, the, any, any willpower tests in Mythos phase for Tommy are going to be um, at four willpower, which makes it rather more likely that it'll pass them. Lovely. Well, okay, let's see. This is where the tarot reader uh, furrows her brow and says, but see here, and we're revealing the second tarot card, which is reversed, 
Ooh, it's the reversed Wheel of Fortune. That can't be good. <laughs> Once each agenda, the first time any investigator reveals an Elder Sign token, cancel it and treat it as a minus five token instead. Wow, that is bobbins. Well, Tommy's fate is not yet sealed. His fate is what he makes. So let's see what's happening with Carolyn's consciousness. It's zooming through the ether. The last time uh, she was in a body, it was Sister Mary's body in the depths of, of the catacombs or the, the, the temple beneath um, the rainforests far away from Arkham. But now, plop, plop, that's not a great sound effect, is it? Um, that's a better one. Uh, she finds herself in the rugged young body of a policeman, but he is in a bad way. He's lying cold, wet, muddy on the um, sodden ground of the woods, which she recognises as the woods outside Arkham. But she, or Tommy, is lost. And worse still, there are arcane chantings and mysterious fogs rising and writhing around them. So, Carolyn realises something's not right, and she's going to have to figure out what is wrong and how to stop it. So, let's go. Let's draw our opening hands. Um, well, there's one opening hand. I don't know why I said hands there. So, we've got Lesson Learned, Dodge, Kerosene, Another Dodge, and are Prepared for the Worst. Now, most of those aren't great. Um, Tommy, I mean, he's, he's pretty... It's pretty burly. Probably doesn't need dodge that much. Um, kerosene is not useful right now. Prepared for the worst would be useful um, if we had to have it. It allows him to dig for Becky, for example, or one of the weapons I have in the deck. Lesson learned I am going to definitely keep because um, it, it, Tommy may struggle for clues a bit. So we'll keep that. Do we keep the prepared for the worst? Um... Yeah, let's keep prepared for the worst, just in case I do not mulligan into a weapon. So, keeping prepared for the worst and lesson learned, we're drawing into oh, Becky, okay. Uh, Dynamite Blast level 2, and Flashlight. Well, that's not a bad opening hand, all told. Okay. So, um, Agenda 1 is Temperance, 14, and it's an 8 Doom Threshold. And Act 1 is Lost in the Woods. So, there are 5... Face down which haunted woods locations in front of me. Uh, some of them may, all of them potentially, may be um, returned to uh, examples of these cards, which are going to be tougher, presumably. Uh, and the object, uh, so it says locations in front of you are connected to one another. And then, objective at the end of the round, I may spend two clues uh, to advance. So I'm looking for two clues. Now, of course, there is a, uh, a trick, I suppose, to this uh, scenario, which uh, I, I've, every time I've done it, I've done much better than before when I didn't do it, uh, which is to collect more than two clues before advancing. So I will be doing that if I can, and if, if, if things turn that way. All right. So um, I will reveal my starting location, which I've chosen randomly, and it is uh, a return to which Haunted Woods, which is Unmarked Graveyard. Tommy has obviously found himself uh, in, in a graveyard, which, which is a terrible place to wake up and not know where you are. This is a one shroud, two clue, one victory point location. Sounds nice, doesn't it? 
um, it's got a forced ability or effect. When you discover the last clue from this location, draw the topmost hex treachery in the encounter discard pile. If you cannot, instead discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a hex treachery is drawn, uh, discarded, and draw it. So that's not great, but uh, this is a pretty golden opportunity for Tommy to get some clues with um, no uh, boosts. He is three on one, which is fine. Um, he, there are two uh, Elder Things in the bag, which are minus three. They also have a nasty uh, effect on witches, but uh, there are no witches in play. There's also, of course, the Wheel of Fortune reversed, my tarot card, which means that any that essentially most Elder Signs will become minus fives for me, in, unless I'm, I'm drawing many Elder Signs. So um, I've got Becky in hand, but it's a two-handed asset, and I'm not really minded to play it yet. Uh, I think I will probably drop the flashlights into play soon, uh, and then once that's used up, I can um, replace it with Becky. Um, I was half thinking of playing prepared for the worst to try and dig for one of the three or four one-handed weapons in the deck, but we'll see. I think for this first turn, um, while I can, I am going to just investigate uh, up to three times uh, to try and get these clues uh, before anything terrible uh, ends up biting me. So let's do that. First things first, Carolyn traipses around the graveyard. We're going to investigate three on one. I'm not going to commit anything, I don't think. Not in a one-shroud location. So we're three on two. Oh, that's the uh, the elder thing. So that's uh, gone well. There's a minus three, which means I fail. Second action, let's go again. Three on one. Minus two, that is a success. One clue. There's still one clue left in the graveyard. So I'll go again. Three on one. Minus three, that's a fail. That was a harsh few pulls from the token bag. So, um, uh, upkeep, we're drawing a card. It's seen the crime, which means I could just buy that clue if I wanted to. Uh, and I'm gaining a resource. I haven't spent any, so I am at six resources. And then we go to the first mythos phase. So add one doom out of eight and draw our first encounter card. It's a treachery. And it's one of the new treacheries from the return to box. It's maligned, a hex. Revelation, put maligned into play in your threat area. It says increase the cost of each card you play by one. Well, that's bad. As an action, I can test willpower three. If you succeed, discard maligned. If there's an exhausted witch at your location, this test is automatically successful. <sighs> all right, well, now I wish I had played something last turn. So all my cards are suddenly very expensive. Um... Now, of course, because of the Hierophant Tyro, I do have Willpower 4, so I stand a mildly better chance of ditching that um, that Hex if I were to um, discard it. However, I don't want to discard it until I've got this clue from the graveyard, because then I would just draw it again by the graveyard's forced effect. So I think what I'm going to do... Um, First action, I'm going to investigate again at the graveyard to try and get this last clue. Um, to try and 
uh, zoom it forward a bit, I'm going to commit lesson learned, which has two uh, intellectual icons on it. So I am five on one. Skull, which is minus one. That was overkill. So I get this clue. I get a victory point. There were no hexes in the discard pile, so I discard uh, cards from the top of the encounter deck until I get a hex. So that's an impending evil. Okay, so I've got a dispoiled. Uh, put it into your threat area. Forced. After you succeed at a skill test during your turn, increase the difficulty of each subsequent test you perform this turn by one. That is not ideal. And again, I can do the same type of test, willpower three, as an action, so get rid of it. Now, I've got two actions left. I now have the two clues that I need to advance, but as I said, I'm not going to yet. I want to get at least one more clue before that happens. Uh, so what am I going to do? I would like to try and pass and get rid of one of these, which is the worst one. Um, I think we'll start with getting rid of this piled, the one I just drew, because um, making tests harder is just uh, bad. I'm gonna, I've got a dynamite blast in, in hand. I'm going to commit it, um, which may be a mistake because I'd really like to play it at some point. Uh, but it gives me plus once, and my tarot gives me plus one. So I'm five on three. Five on three to get rid of the spoil second action. That's a skull, that's a minus one. The spoil is gone. Now I've got a third action. I think I will move. Yeah, yeah, I'll move. So I'll move, doesn't matter, I don't know what they all are, they look identical, so I'll move to this one at the left. And this is a Witch Haunted Woods Child's Treehouse. That's not creepy. Uh, this is another one shroud to clue location, one victory point. So what is the drawback in the kiddies treehouse? Forced. When the last clue is discovered from this location, spawn the topmost enemy in the encounter discard pile. Yeek. If there are none, you draw top cards, discard, and spawn that enemy. Well, it's the same, but worse. All right. So, um, I will need to pop something into play before that happens. Uh, okay, that's the um, end of the investigation phase. No enemies in play. So, I'm drawing a, a card. I've drawn Alice Luxley. Okay, she's very expensive. She costs five, but it may be worth it, especially with Tommy's ability. And I'm going up to seven resources. Mythos phase, we add a second doom. And the encounter card is a uh, treachery trespasser. Revelation test willpower two. This test gets plus one difficulty for each non-weakness treachery in your threat area. If you fail, take two damage or two horror. Okay, there is one uh, such treachery in my threat area, so it's difficulty three. Uh, I've got willpower three, but plus one because of the Hierophant. So we're testing four on three. I don't have anything that I can or wish to commit, so we're testing four on three. Yeah. Minus one. That is a pass. Thanks, Hierophant. Okay. Now... Uh, my plan is to uh, get get one clue, then play Becky, so that I can uh, have a chance of, of attacking or killing the, the enemy that I draw. Now, the enemies in the deck currently are only the 
Coven, which is the, the which are two two two, I think, and the uh, the thingy of the order, which of the order? That's not right. Uh, Priestess of the order, uh, and she's very scary. Um, so I want to have some kind of weapon in play. Um, so uh, let's let's investigate first. Three on one. Minus one again. So Carolyn starts clambering up the tree to the uh, rickety old rotting boards above. Um, so that's one clue. Now I have three clues. I would like to get the last clue here. It's not necessarily very clever, but it will give me victory points. Um, preparing for the next scenario. Now, uh, now you see, I'm not very happy that I drew a, that, uh, what is it called? Trespasser in Mythos Face because I wanted to, that Hierophant bonus to be active for me to try and get rid of Maligned from my threat area. Currently, I'd be testing three on three, which is probably not worth an action. Um, of course, once I get this last clue from the treehouse, I will be drawing a witch from the deck, probably. Um, and if there's an exhausted witch in my location, I can automatically get rid of my line as an action. But Tommy's chances of evading are slim. And I've got no icons except the icons on Becky in hand. So... I think that what we're going to do is play Becky for two. Of course, it's going to cost three because of the maligned. Uh, and that comes into play with two ammo. It's only got two bullets in it. Um, but I can spend a bullet as an action and get plus two strength and do plus one damage. And uh, if I can somehow get Tommy's ability to trigger by having assets that then get defeated... I can put more ammo on Becky, but we'll see. I think that's not hugely likely to happen, to be honest. Okay, so then we've got one action left. Um, I'm not going to get that clue now because it would mean an enemy automatically attacks me in the enemy phase. So let us... Do I try and get rid of Maligned? No, it's too long a shot. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a money. So I've got five resources so that I'm ready. If I can't get rid of a line, I can at least play some of my cards. Uh, all right, so then we get to the upkeep. It's drawing a card. I get Think on Your Feet level two. Have you ever seen Tommy with Think on Your Feet level two in, the, in your deck? And uh, his deck? Well, now you have. And I gain a sixth resource. So... Then we go to the third Mythos phase. Well, not the third Doom, anyway. Three out of eight, and we draw a card. Oh, well, here we go. I said I didn't like her. She's here. The Priestess of the Coven has just arrived. She's two combat, three health, two evasion, agility. She's retaliate, of course. She does two damage when she hits, which is uh, awful. Priestess of the Coven gets plus one fight and plus one evade for each witch in the encounter discard pile. Maximum plus three. Forced, when the encountered deck runs out of cards, Priestess of the Coven readies and attacks each investigator at its location. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I, I, cannot, I cannot suffer her to live. Uh, she's going to get uh, destroyed, I think. Now, I could play Think on Your Feet. That means I would immediately move to a connecting location. But I think I probably just want to kill her. The downside of that is that she's going to come back after I get this clue from the Charles Treehouse. 
She does not hunt unless... Yeah, she doesn't hunt. So there's the option of just abandoning the child's treehouse, either advancing or running to another location to try and grab more clues uh, using Think in Your Feet. Then I would just dump the priestess there and she's essentially not going to cause any problems unless for some reason I have to go back to the child's treehouse. But if I do that, I'm... Uh, I, I'm letting the victory point go. Right. I think what I'm going to do, although this is expensive and potentially foolhardy, which, uh, uh, of course, is part of the course for me, I'm going to play scene of the crime in the investigation phase. So I'm letting the priestess of the coven spawn on the Charles Treehouse. I'm staying there. But then as my first action, I'm playing scene of the crime for three. Thanks, Malign. So that gets me the clue... Uh, without uh, triggering an attack of opportunity. Then I got four clues and uh, those two locations, the three points. Now, then I need to search through the deck. Well, not search through the deck. I discard cards from the top of the deck until a witch, well, an enemy, is revealed. So... We are basically looking for a witch. No, yeah, there we go. Okay, so the second card was a Coven Initiate, and she's also going to spawn on this location. So now, with two actions left, I've got two um, two enemies on me. My thought process with this was, <clears throat> if I can kill the pieces of the Coven with these two actions, using Becky primarily, then I, I'll take the hit from the Coven Initiate in the enemy phase, and then I deal with her next turn. Um, yeah, I think that's what we have to do. So, second action, Tommy slash Carolyn turns their attention to the Priestess of the Coven, cocking Becky, boom, firing. Okay, so we are six on two. And there are no witches in the discard pile, so six on two. Minus two, that is two damage from Becky. Now, I don't want to spend the other bullet from Becky because uh, I want to save that for the Coven Initiate. So, the final action is going to try and kill the Priest of the Coven. If I just punish, I'm four on two. Um, I will commit, prepared for the worst, for an extra combat icon. So, I'm five on two. Minus two. Sorry, that rolled across the table. That's why I paused. Minus two. So um, <laughs> after firing Becky, uh, Tommy then slams the butt of the gun into the priestess's head and she falls unconscious. So she is defeated for now. Then in the enemy phase, the priestess, no, the coven initiates, hits me for one horror. Uh, I have five sanity left. And then I draw a card. It's a magnifying glass. I can't play that now without discarding Becky, but it's useful for later. Get a resource, so I'm up to four resources. And then we hit the Mythos phase. So, fourth Doom out of eight goes, and I draw a card. And it's, uh, it's despoiled again. It's the one that, uh, after you succeeded a skill test during your turn, increase the difficulty of each subsequent test you perform this turn by one. Uh, poo. All right. So there's this Covenant Initiate in the Charles Treehouse, and Carolyn Tommy is not very happy about that. So 
um, I think we fire Becky again. So that's going to be six on two. Uh, oh, I forgot to do the revelation effect. Um, that would mean that the spoiled wouldn't appear, but I'm not going to wreck on that. Uh, so I'm just going to discard the top two cards now. So we discard uh, an unhallowed land and a impending evils. Okay. So we're firing with Becky. Back in real time now. Uh, second witch has come up. Tommy turns the gun and Carolyn's consciousness makes him fire. Six on two. Minus two. Again. We're drawing that a lot. Um, so that's a, a defeated Coven initiate. There are now two witches in the discard pile, which I'm given to understand is not great. Um, okay, now Becky's got no ammo on it, but uh, in theory I could probably add ammo later, although I don't think I'm going to keep Becky in play. Very long. Two actions left. Um, I kind of want to get rid of Despoiled again or Maligned again. Let's get rid of Despoiled... Sorry, let's get rid of Maligned. Or try to get rid of Maligned. This is going to be a difficulty three test uh, with... Yeah, difficulty three test... Four on three. This is my second action. If I don't get this, I'll, I'll do something else. Four on three. Oh, that's an elder thing, which is minus three. So I fail, uh, and there's no witches in play, because I've killed them all. All right, that wasn't great. Um, okay. So I wonder whether or not I... You see, I've got Alice Luxley in play, but I only have four resources because of the pin maligned, so I can't play her. Um, do I try again? No, I can't. No, I'll be three on three. I'm go. So the question is, do I advance now, or do I want to advance at the start of a turn? I have to do it at the end of a round. I have to do it at the end of the round, so I think I might be advancing at the end of this round. So in order to be kind of ready, I will take. Another resource. God, I've taken two resource actions this game. is poor. Uh, and then we'll go into the upkeep phase. So, drawing a card. It's Enchanted Blade. That's not useless. Uh, and now we get a sixth uh, resource. And then the round ends. So, I'm going to advance, spend two. Which means I have two clues left. Because I had four then, and I advance... And uh, as the rain lets up, a dense fog rolls in throughout the area. Soon all the woods have vanished within the hazy fog. You call out, but nobody answers. You grope blindly in the haze, searching for something, anything to which you can cling. So this is where we choose one of the random set-aside Arkham Woods locations. And put it into play and immediately move to it. Now, I've added the... Arkham Woods from the Return to the Devourer Below locations into this uh, deck. So there's like 11 of these things, and I'm drawing one. So that's a bit of an overkill. So I might be drawing a nice one, or not, not a horrible one. I might be drawing one of the really, really bad ones. All right. Well, let's see. We'll draw that one. So moving to an Arkham Woods, and then we spawn a set-aside goat spawn. Hello, goat spawn. And then we see whether or not he's going to be exhausted. So, um, each investigator then tests willpower or agility three. And if I succeed, I am, uh, it's exhausted. And then I shuffle one of the set aside demonic piping into the encounter deck and the other two into the encounter discard pile. 
So now I have to do either a will three or a agility three test. Now, my willpower is better than my agility, but I've got no willpower icons in hand. But I do have think on your feet. Now, I, I, I can't, I think, play think on your feet to move because that's an illegal move as far as I can tell because the Arkham Woods are not connected to anything. But it's got two agility icons on it. So I'm actually better off, <clears throat> statistically, or mathematically, sorry, uh, to commit that and do an agility test. So we're doing committing that to go four on three. And I'm trying to remember, I, did I do any tests this turn? That, you know, I was trying to see if Despoiled kicks in. I don't think so. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I, it's late and I'm tired, so I'm saying no. Four on three. Minus two, that is a fail. So the goat spawn lands on Tommy, jumping from the trees, um, making a kind of weird, creaking, ululating sound and banging a drum, probably. Um, okay, so we're going to uh, act two. This has got a one clue uh, requirement, which I've got. So I could advance this next turn. So we're going into the mythos phase. Fifth doom goes on. I draw an encounter card. It's another malign. That's getting serious now. So everything is costing plus two, which is very weak, as it were. They're not great. Okay. So, I've, I've currently got two maligned and one despoiled in my threat area, which I'm not very pleased about. I've got an enchanted blade in hand, a flashlight, Alice Luxley in the level one magnifying glass. Now... I kind of want to play probably Enchanted Blade. Actually, wait a minute. I've realised I haven't revealed the Arkham Woods that I'm at. So let's do that first, which I should have done before. Um, it's a one clue, two shroud location. It's the Tangled Thicket. Oh, dear. This location is investigated using fists instead of skill. Oh, that's good. Well, if I actually managed to uh, get rid of this goat spawn, maybe I will investigate it. Um, okay, so, back to the question. If I play Enchanted Blade, I'd take an attack of opportunity, but that's uh, one combat which I can deal with. And that would mean I, I am more likely to be able to kill him quicker, I suppose. It's basically a choice between the Blade and Alice Luxley at the moment, because uh, Alice is going to cost six, and Enchanted Blade is going to cost five, and that's going to clean me out either way, more or less. Um, I think I'm going to play Enchanted Blade. Let's do it. So that discards Becky. Sorry, Becky. Um, that's five it costs. God, that's awful. Um, and it comes into play with three charges on it. And hopefully this means I can make short work of the goat spawn. Uh, okay, so three charges. There you go. All right. Uh, that means I take an attack of opportunity, which is one damage. Second action, I'm going to smack the goat spawn. Well, wait a minute. Do I advance before that? I'm trying to think if there's a drawback for that. Uh, I don't think there is. So, <clears throat> after that first action, I will advance by spending one clue, which means I have one clue left. So, I'm uh, advancing act two. Uh, basically, it means I can uh, enter locations in front of other investigators, but uh, that's kind of meaningless. Um, but narratively, 
as, as this goat spawn is hunting Tommy Carolyn, um, they they stagger through the woods and reach a foggy clearing with a weird flute on the middle of it on a tree stump. And there's this fluting sound on the breeze, which is creepy as heck. So let's deal with this goat spawn. Um, oh, sorry. Act three has a three clue threshold. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, nothing else really. So it's called Path into Twilight. I need three clues. I've got one clue. So, uh, let's keep going. So I'm going to attack second action with the Enchanted Blade. So I am plus one, which is a five with my, uh, yep, five on three. And I can spend the charge to get plus one again and plus one damage. So I will do that. So I'm attacking six on three, doing two damage. So let's go, six on three. Elder Thing, which is minus three, that's fine. So uh, it takes two damage. Okay, and then... Final action, I'm just going to attack normally with the Enchanted Blade, not spend a charge. I still get plus one, so I'm five on three. I've got nothing to commit, so let's just go. Five on three. Oh, it's the blooming Elder thing again. Um, so minus three, that's a fail. So in the enemy phase, he hits me for one damage again. That's unpleasant. And then I draw a card in the upkeep, and it's Ever Vigilant, a uh, one experience guardian card I put into the deck after the last scenario. Uh, it's super useless right now. Um, I mean, it's not useless, it actually helps me with Maligned, but uh, I'm not going to play it well. There's a good spawn in my face. So we get a resource. We're up to two resources. Which means I can play a zero-cost card with two lines in play. That's a depressing thought. Okay, then we add the sixth Doom. So the agenda is advancing a little bit too fast for my liking. Uh, but what can you do about it? Oh, I'm drawing a encounter card, and it's a Coven Initiate. Revelation, discard the top two cards of the deck. One, two... That's a Trespasser and a Demonic Piping. Okay, so that's not great. But first action, we're going to uh, attack the Ghost Spawn again. Do I use charge? I don't think so. Um, let's go five on three. Slicing away at the Ghost Spawn. Zero. It's a dead Ghost Spawn. So it's got the um, forced effect. When Goat Spawn is defeated, I take one horror, which is annoying. So four sanity left. Then there's two actions left, and there's a Covenant Initiate. Well, the Covenant Initiate is getting a sword to the face, I'm sorry to say. Um, uh, I have slain two of her sisters, and another one will go by the way to side, one hopes. So uh, I'm spending a charge from the blade, which is on six on two. Snicker, snap, and minus four. Wow, that does succeed amazingly. Um, six on two. So that's another dead Covenant Initiate. 
And I've got one action left, I think. Yeah, I do. We're going to investigate this location. Mm. Uh, it's investigated using fists, so that's four on two. I, I would commit something to try and get this, but I, I don't have anything except intellect icons, ironically, in my hand. Let's investigate four on two, the hacking through the twisted thicket. That's plus one! Excellent news. We've got two, lo two clues now. Unfortunately, that location doesn't uh, have any, uh, what should we call it on it, any, any victory point on it. So uh, that's the end of the investigation phase. I have two clues out of three. I'm allowed now to move to the other locations, the other, well, the Witch Haunted Woods locations if I want to. And I will need to go to one of them to get a, a third clue. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's the upkeep phase. I draw, oh, no, rookie mistake. Uh, this is Tommy's, um, yeah, Tommy's basic weakness, well, no, uh, signature weakness. So the rookie mistake has been <laughs> trying to use his blade to try and find clues. Uh, discard each asset you control with damage or horror on it. Well, that's zero. If no assets are discarded, shuffle it back into your deck. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose that's fine. It means I, I don't get to draw a card this turn, and it means I do draw that again, possibly. But... Could be worse. Okay. And then I get a third resource. I can now afford cards with a printed cost of one. Um, Alright, then we're placing our penultimate doom. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven doom on the agenda. And we're drawing an encounter card. Vice and villainy. Curse revelation. Attach it to a non-permanent asset you control. Limit one per asset. When the encounter deck runs out of cards, discard attached asset. And when attached asset leaves play, test willpower 3. If you fail, attach vice and villainy to a different non-permanent asset you control. Well, that's not fine. Um, it's uh, Firstly, there's, I don't know, five, four, five cards left in the encounter deck. Uh, and the only asset I have is the enchanted blade. So the enchanted blade is going to have to be used quite uh, quickly so that it doesn't... Well, I don't mind so much losing it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, first action, I think we need to get out of here and try and find another Witch Haunted Woods to get that clue. Um, do I first try and get rid of the one of these things? Uh, they're all awful. Um, I'm going to try and get rid of Maligned first action. There you go. One for Maligned. So with the Hierophant on four willpower, so testing four on three. No icons to commit. Elder Thing. Uh, I'm not going to waste actions on that. Let's move to another uh, Witch Haunted Woods. Uh, second action. Ugh. This is Hermit's House. It's got two clues again. One victory again. But four Shroud. Forced, after any number of clues are discovered from this location, each investigator of this location must discard an equal number of cards at random from the hand. Now, that's annoying. It's annoying because it's Shroud 4. Now, I do have loads of intellect icons in hand, so I may just... Uh, I may just deal with that and just discard and, and just commit loads. That will give me one, which means I can advance... But I don't know of, of an easy way for me to get both of these clues, which would be nice for the victory. Um, so do I just try and going somewhere else with a lower shroud? 
Yeah, let's do that. So we're moving somewhere else. Final action. Uh, not, uh, wait a minute. This this will be the final action before the agenda advances. I can't quite remember what happens in the agenda advances. I wish I did. Okay, look. If I can get one of these clues before the agenda advances, then I can advance the act before the agenda advances, which I don't think it makes a difference, but it would make me feel better. Um, okay. So I am going to commit loads to this. Let's commit flashlight and magnifying glass. Do we commit ever vigilant? Yeah, all right, let's do that. So we're committing four icons on top of my three intellect, which means me a seven on four. Final action, investigating the hermit's house that uh, Carolyn Tommy has discovered. So, uh, what did you say, seven on four? Minus one, that is a pass. So I get that clue. Um, in the free trigger window before the uh, enemy phase, I will spend those three clues. And I will advance the act. And we find the witch's circle. So the witch's circle is a three shroud, three clue location worth two victory. Um, it's uh, connected to the witch haunted woods uh, that I'm at. So it required me to move there. Revelation: Put the witch's circle into play in the center of the play area and in front of none of the investigators. And I spawn Annette Mason at this location. Okay, so Annette Mason is the um, source of uh, all these problems. And Carolyn can see her through the trees and realises that this is what Tommy has to do to win. So after the enemy phase begins, uh, move each ready, unengaged witch enemy once towards the witcher circle. Okay, well, there are no ready, unengaged witch enemies except for Annette Mason because they be dead. And there's also a forced um, effect on Annette Mason herself, the High Priestess. Uh, after the enemy phase begins, which is now, discard the top three cards of the encounter deck. Spawn each witch enemy discarded by the effect at Annette Mason's location if no witch enemies are discarded by this effect. Ready her. That is not ideal, is it? Uh, Alright, so the enemy phase begins. I'm discarding the top three cards. So there's an Unhallowed Lands. Another Unhallowed Lands and an Impending Evils. Okay, so she's readied, but she was already readied. Uh, but now there are two cards left in the Encounter deck. So remember when the last one goes, um, I lose the Enchanted Blade, which I'm not fine with. Okay, so it's the upkeep phase. I draw a card. Prepared for the worst. Well, I suppose that's all right. I can find another Enchanted Blade, potentially. Get a resource. I'm up to four resources now. Okay, we're adding the Eighth Doom, so uh, let's refresh my memory by seeing what awful things happen when the agenda advances. Okay, so Annette can see me and she cries, Are you the ones who have been meddling with our works? It is no matter, you are not welcome here. Begone or face the consequences. It then hilariously says, discard all but the last five cards from the encounter deck. Uh, sure. The investigator with the most cards in his hand, that's me, must draw the topmost witch enemy in the encounter discard pile. 
Okay, well, that is the Covenant Initiate, so she jumps back on me. Um, she was not slain, she's bloodied and annoyed. Um, and she's got a revelation effect to discard the top two cards of the encounter deck. Now that's the entirety of the rest of the encounter deck. There's only two cards left. So it's another Covenant Initiate and a Vice and Villainy. Now that's a curse. And she says, if the effect causes the encounter deck to run out of cards, draw the topmost hex card in the encounter discard pile. Ugh. All right. So that is a... Where are you, hexes? Actually, not many hexes here. In fact... Oh, it's another despoiled. Ah, uh, bye. All right, well... God. That makes things way worse. Although I think, I'm pretty sure I've been misplaying despoiled. As in, I've been forgetting to put it into... To, to activate it. Uh, we'll just have to remember. I'll... I'll I'll, like, put some tokens on it to, to show how upset I am. And to remind me of the double despoiled, double maligned nonsense I've got going on. So that was all based on the advancing of the agenda, um, unfortunately. So I now have to draw a uh, encounter card, and you can hear me now shuffling the encounter deck. Discard pile to create a new deck. And I draw a card, and it's... Hooray, it's the Priestess of the Coven. I am so glad that she has returned. Hello, Priestess. How I missed you. All right, well, suddenly this has gone really badly. Um, I've just remembered in the middle of all that the Encounter Discard pile is discarded, which means the Enchanted Blade gets chucked. So now Tommy is unarmed. Uh, Vice and Villainy, well, it does have this forced effect to attach it to a different asset, but uh, brilliantly, I've got no other assets. No nothing. Nothing. So, um, we now go into the investigation phase. It's not great news, guys. Now, uh, I, the, the, the lucky thing, if it is lucky, is that the Priestess of the Coven does not have any bonus from any witches in the discard pile, because there aren't any. Um, but that's pretty much the only good news. So what do we do? I think we have to just punish the pieces of the coven. The reason being that she does two damage if she hits and she do retaliate, which is not great. Um, so let's do that. Let's not think about it too much. Despoiled is, is, is really lame at the moment. It means that I'm minus two if I succeed with my first hit. Do I have anything to commit? I do have a prepared for the worst, but I kind of want to keep it to actually do something with it. So let's try and punch. So we're punching four on two. Lord. Four on two. It's a skull. Uh, minus one. That's okay. So she takes one damage. Now, for second action, well, I suppose I try and attack the Priestess of the Coven again. But now I'm minus two... Because of the um, despoiled. Now, what I would like to do is possibly try and evade one of these guys. Because then all these cards become free, as it were. Or automatically discardable. This despoiled and these malines. But it's a big ask to try and evade two on two. Let's try it. Because if I can do that by miracle, then not only do they not punish me, um, but... 
they also allow me to then get rid of it as spoiled them online. All right, so second action. I'm going to try and evade the Priestess of the Coven. It's going to be two on two. Well, it's a minus four, which uh, is, is not a success. Uh, and indeed... Oh, I just realized that was a stupid thing to do because I was actually zero on two because <laughs> the line... Um, it was always it was two on four. Well... That failed. Um, God, I really can't get this despoiled out of my head how bad it is. Um, we've got a final action. Oh. I mean, two despoiled is almost game over, isn't it? Um, we're going to commit that prepared for the worst to try and punch her for a final action. Punch the Priest of the Coven. Uh, so that is a difficulty two, plus two. So it's a difficulty four. I am five on four with that commit. Five on four to punch the priestess of the coven. Plus one. All right, she is she is punched. However, she's not dead. She's got one wound left, so she smacks me in the enemy phase for two. So now Tommy is on four damage, and the coven initiates uh, does me one horror. So now I've got three heart sanity left. Um, <clears throat> uh, there is an effect somewhere here. Yeah, we've got. So we've got after the enemy phase begins, uh, there's the witcher circle effect for unengaged witches enemies, which enemies, but there aren't any. And then Annette Mason. Um, I have to do. The, oh, I should have done that first. So let's do that. I discard the top three cards of the which of the of the discard of the encounter deck. And spawn each witch enemy at the uh, revealed at Nemesis location. Okay, so that's a demonic piping, that's a trespasser, and that's an impending evil. So no witches, and that mason is uh, still ready. Oh, wow, alright. So we are drawing a card. It's manual dexterity. Not bad. Um, and a resource. I've got five resources. And then we had one doom out of 12. However, I now remember that I forgot the forced effect, which is at the end of the round, we put one doom for each witch at the witch's circle, and um, that's one, which is herself. So there's actually two doom on the agenda. The other thing I've forgotten is that the return to um, witching hour has an additional fourth act. So there are now three... Uh, potential end conditions or uh, win conditions, I suppose, or non non defeat uh, conditions. Um, so there's the two original ones, which is to defeat Annette Mason in advance, or uh, clear the Witcher Circle of Clues in advance. So that's three clues on that. Uh, or there's an alternative new win condition, which is to spend two clues and have one exhausted witch enemy at the witch's circle and I have to be at the witch's circle and spend those two clues so I mean none of those seem very plausible right now but let's see what happens um where were we okay so now I draw an encounter card uh it's a goat spawn so this is going well um <laughs> so now I've got a, a priest of the coven a coven initiate and a goat spawn at my location uh huh so what I really want to do is two things. 
Oh, I don't want to. There's loads of things I want to do, but the realistic things I want to do are kill the priestess of the coven. That's not impossible. I'm currently four on two. Uh, evade one of these. I mean, I was going to evade the coven initiate, um, but the goat spawn has kind of messed that plan up a bit. Um, but there we go. And I've got a manual dexterity in hand. This doesn't make things great though. Um, I think that. I'm going to try and attack the priestess of the coven first action. Because I'm mindful of the spoiled, which basically means uh, I'm minus two effectively for any any subsequent test if this is successful. So, we are attacking priestess of the coven four on two. That's a minus three. The flipping um, uh, elder thing. If you fail, choose an exhausted or damaged witch enemy at your location or at a connecting location. Ready that enemy and heal all damage from it. Uh -huh. Well, that means I remove the two damage from the priestess of the coven and go into the corner and cry for a little bit. Um, okay, so that wasn't successful, which means that the spoil doesn't trigger. Now I want to evade something. Let's commit manual dexterity and try and evade the priestess of the coven. So, we are evading four on two. Uh, yeah. Evading four on two, second action. Oh, wait, she does retaliate. That's super bad news. So, retaliate means that uh, I take two damage, which means I've got two health left uh, because I failed that attack. Uh, then we are doing the evade. Four on two. Second action. Carolyn doesn't like the look of where this is going. Skull. It's a minus one. That's a success. Uh, so we evade the Priestess of the Coven. Now, you see, my plan was that if I hadn't been hit by the Retaliate... Was to now, because there's an evaded witch at my location, I can get rid of one of these despoiled. And I still could do that. But then it means that I'm taking a hit from the goat spawn, and a second hit from the goat spawn in the enemy phase, which is fatal. <clears throat> so I can't do that. So I'm going to have to. Oh, I get to draw a card because of Land of Dexterity. So let's do that. Uh, it's daring. Okay, so I can commit that to an attack or evasion attempt against the enemy. It does gain alert, though. Um, alright, well let's try and evade the goat spawn. So we're going to evade the goat spawn with daring. Gives me plus three, but it's plus two difficulty. So it's effectively a plus one. So I am five on four evading the goat spawn. But it gains alert, so if I fail this, then essentially I'm defeated. Right, okay. Crunch time. We are testing five on four. Uh, running away from this fluting goat spawn. Come on. Minus one. It's a successful evasion. Okay. Um, so in the enemy phase, I take one horror from the Coven Initiate. And uh, the... Uh, this guy... You do, okay, let's do... I'm trying to do with the order of all these flipping things. All right, so we've got Annette Mason. The, the Witch's Circle doesn't have an effect. There's a no unengaged 
uh, ready which location, which enemies I'm playing. So when that makes me discard the top three cards of the encounter deck, so there's an impending evils, there's a diabolic typing, and there's a trespasser. So nothing happens. Um, and then in the upkeeper phase, the other two enemies ready on me, so I've got three enemies on me again. And I draw a card, take the initiative, okay, that's good, and I gain a sixth resource. And then the end of uh, end of round ability triggers, which is I add an extra doom because Annette is still around. Okay, so we've got two do three doom on the agenda at the end of this round. Then uh, we've got Annette Mason in the Witch's Circle. I've done nothing towards any of the win conditions. I've got three enemies in front of me, two copies of Despoiled and two copies of Maligned. And in hand, I've got Alice Luxley and Take the Initiative, and I have six resources. I've got two health left, and I've got two sanity left. So, everything is fine. Right, Mythos Phase, we add a Doom, that's four Doom out of twelve. I draw a Encounter card. Please don't be an enemy. Oh, well, it's Impending Evils. Um, well... So Impending Evils is the uh, the return to version of Ancient Evils in this box, in this uh, scenario. Revelation you, must, <coughs> Revelation, you must either take one damage and one horror, no please, or put Impending Evil into play next to the agenda deck and it gains Surge. And if there's three of them, then, then I lose. Alright, so let's put it there and gain Surge. And resurge into Vice and Villainy. Um, well, it actually attaches to a, a non-permanent asset I control, and there aren't any. It whiffs. What a glorious result, which means I probably win a moral victory having nothing in play. <sighs> right, okay. So, I'm not looking good right now. I'm probably going to try and evade the Priestess of the Coven <clears throat> and then maybe kill the Coven Initiate with two more actions, but that's... It's all really hard because I can't take uh, attacks of opportunity from all of them because I would die. And the spoil is just wrecking my life. Let's commit take the initiative to try and evade the Priestess of the Coven. If I hadn't uh, got that effect that uh, removed all the um, damage I'd done to the Priestess of the Coven, I could kill her. But uh, that is not the reality in which I'm living. So let's evade... Five on two with Coven Initiate. No, sorry, uh, against the pieces of the Coven. Five on two. Plus one. Hmm. Alright, so that's an evaded um, Priestess. <clears throat> now what do I do is... Let's, I don't know. Let's try and punch the, the Coven Initiate. This is a real long shot. It's plus two difficulty because of the Bedeviled. Not Bedeviled. Um, spoiled. Which means I am four on four. Yeah. Four on four. Punching the witch. Okay. So, the good news is it's an Elder Sign. The bad news is that the Tarot reading gave me the Wheel of Fortune. So it says once each agenda, the first time an Elder Sign is revealed, cancel it and treat it as a minus five. It's minus five. 
Um, minus five is not successful in a four on four test. Uh, that's a pro tip for you there. Um, all right, well, that's bad. Um, let's try and punish the Conan issue one more time. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got no other options. I mean, I could, yeah, no, because I could again do that thing where I get rid of one of the spoiled because Annette is, uh, not Annette, um, the Priestess of the Covenant is exhausted. Um, but the Goat Spawn will do an attack of opportunity on me and then he kills me in the enemy phase. Which I do not want to happen. So let's punish the Covenant Initiate. Four on four again. That's a minus three. So in the enemy phase, I take a damage and a horror. One from the uh, damage from the goat spawn, a horror from the covenant from the uh, covenant shit, which means I'm one damage and one uh, sanity, one one yeah one health and one sanity away from defeat. So uh, n- almost none of the effects do anything, but uh, a net's thingy I'll discard one two three uh, and that is uh, covered initiate amongst those three cards so it's spawned in uh, which is circle <clears throat> so in the upkeep phase I draw a card chronophobia so uh, force at the end of your turn take one direct horror oh, that's fine because I'll be dead by then um, so I take a resource so I'm on seven resources and then at the end of the round, I add two Doom to the agenda because Annette and her sister are at the Witcher Circle. So there's six Doom now at the end of this round, out of 12. I uh, add a seventh Doom in the Mythos phase, and I draw a card. Uh, and it's Unhallowed Land. <laughs> Test Agility 5. Good start. For each point you fail by... Discard the top card of the encounter deck. If a cursed treachery is discarded by this effect, deal one direct horror to your investigator and to each of your ally assets. Fun. All right. Um, so, uh, I've got only Alice Luxley in hand, which means I cannot commit anything to this, which means I am two on five. So, this is not going to go well, but let's see. The, the panicked, cornered Carolyn Tommy uh, is finding herself in really quite um, a, a, a bad part of, of New England. Okay, we're drawing two on five. Uh, that's another thing. So we failed by loads. So we failed by five, which means I discard the top five cards of the encounter deck. If any of these are curses, I take a direct horror and i die now there's only three cards left in the encounter deck this is such a small encounter deck for this scenario and they get purged so quickly so first one is a copy of unhallowed land which means i take one of horror uh, if it helps the next one is a power terror and the other one is a covenant so i do take one direct horror which is six um sanity loss which means I am defeated. Phew. Well, that was an ordeal, I have to say. Um, it, it seemed to go fine, un, uh, including up until I, after I killed the goat spawn. 
But then these um, treacheries in my threat area just absolutely piled up to the point where I could not find myself the time to shift them. What I was hoping would happen was that um, when Annette appeared in the Witch's Circle, I would have some breathing space to try and um, get some clues from these remaining locations, maybe, um, but mostly to try and shift these um, these encounter cards, these treasury cards from my um, play area. <clears throat> the, the, the double maligned I could almost deal with even though it was making everything cost plus two. But the double despoiled is is killer. You know, the the fact that after you succeed once on your turn, then everything else is plus two difficulty. Unless your deck is really set up well um, and you're trying the right things, then um, then I, I, I don't think you can go up in that so literally. Um, and I was not drawing the cards that I needed, I suppose, in the end. Um, and I was uh, a bit unlucky, but... I'm sure there are things I could have done differently, and I'm sure there are uh, there are times where I did weird uh, choices. So if you are listening to this and you've got any suggestions as to what I should have done differently, please let me know so that I can prove my game. But what happens to Carolyn? Well, uh, Tommy is swamped by the horrible, um, uh, macabre environment uh, of, of the Arkham Woods. Uh, that he is trapped in, and the witches close in on him and finish their dreadful ceremony. And a, a rather um, contrite Carolyn's consciousness um, suddenly snaps out of Tommy and floats again into the uh, cosmos, into the uh, the ether between dimensions, uh, uh, finding again somebody to try and help. Maybe Carolyn will find a way home if she actually manages to do anything positive. Currently, she's failed to do anything except for one scenario, and I won't say which one in case you haven't listened to all of these, but she's failed everything except one. So that's uh, not a great hit rate. So um, I think we will continue with Quentin Leap Carolyn. There are four investigators left for her to take control of. Uh, Mark... Nathaniel, Diana, and Skids. Any of those would be quite interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I hope uh, this trip through the return to scenario was, was fun. Uh, I had a good time, even though I was um, horribly defeated in the end. Um, and I was quite pleased with the way that Tommy was able to dispatch those witches in a short order, uh, until he ran out of bullets, and until he dropped his sword. What a shame. So, as ever, thank you for listening, and um, I hope you will join me next time, when I promise that I will play Arkham Horror the card game, just not that well. See you guys, thank you. Bye.